0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up everyone, happy Friday. Today is Friday, February 10th, and on Thursday evening, head coach Nick Seriani and Jalen Hurts spoke with the media. And are at the podium with a presser that's locked, loaded, and ready for you. I am your host, Rachelle Prevet, and this podcast is brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Before the break, you'll hear from Jalen Hurts, who was asked how he feels about being the favorite going into the matchup. He discussed what he sees for the future of the NFC East. He gave his recommendation for the best spot to get a Philly cheesesteak, and credit to Darius Slay and James Bradbury for helping him to elevate his play. And after the break, you'll hear from Nick Sirianni, who talked about how important it is to play keep away with Patrick Mahomes. He shared what he's been doing to relax. He was asked what it will take to satisfy Jalen Hurts, and he provided some advice to younger coaches who want to reach the Super Bowl. Take a listen.
1: Hey, Jalen
2: at Marshburn CBS Sports. As a student of the game and the quarterback position,
3: what would it mean to join what's a relatively small list of quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks? have won a Super Bowl? I think it would be, um, it'd be an honor. I think it'll be, it'd be awesome. It'll be awesome. I think that's what we work for. Um, any individual out there that puts on a uniform, uh, has this opportunity to play this game, we put so much work into it. Everybody wants to be the best. And there's only a select few uh, number of guys that, you know, take those steps and take advantage of these moments and these opportunities and, um, definitely work hard for moments like this and opportunities like this. So, um, you know, it's it's, 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 another step. Uh,
1: Jalen, do you, are you a superstitious guy because the past two Arizona Super Bowl champions have stayed here at this resort and on this Indian reservation no and kind idea. of have the accommodations been. I
3: had no idea that, um, uh, I I kind of focus on the process of of working and doing all those things, so I really don't um, get caught up in that. But I guess that's cool. The combinations of I I really don't know what you're asking. I'm sorry.
0: Hi, Alexis Davis, Rising Media Stars. So being that sometimes um, the Super Bowl is the first time that internationally people are introduced to football, why is it important to you to make sure that you're representing the game the right way for someone that's getting exposed to it for the first time?
3: Yeah, I think, you know, it's something that I I think I kind of got a question about that yesterday. And I think the one thing that came to mind was how there's so many different people that that are watching the game for the first time. They're coming to these games for the first time. They, They save up all their money to watch this one game, and that's a weekly thing, um, whether you're playing for, w- regardless of what team you're playing for. So every time I go out there, I want to give it my all, give it my all to everyone that's watching, that kid that's watching, wherever they're from, um, put on a show for them and give them something that they can look up to and um, be encouraged by, you know. Hi, Sofia Gutierrez, zone
0: Canada. Um, Any game away from home is a challenge and the Super Bowl really ramps that up and takes it to the next level. How big of a part do your fans play in bringing that famous Philly energy to Phoenix?
3: Yeah, I think the the energy and enthusiasm of this city is, is something like none other. I've been able to be a part of two really historic and dominant football programs with rich support. And I think this 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 city of philadelphia been in this city um for a short time now i think it's i think it's like it's something different it's it's encouraging it hypes you up It um they support you regardless of the circumstance and you know and i mean you you see the videos on on social media and stuff like that of the the parades after winning last week's game or even um Going to the World Series or whatever it was, you know. So um, it's, it's it's a town and it's a city of great enthusiasm, and we're definitely gonna need that this week.
1: Hey, Jalen Maz Vida here with CascadiaSports.net. Hey, um, not play wise, but what's the mentality that's gonna you're gonna need the team needs to keep third down and manageable on Sunday?
3: Yeah, I think uh, just continue to play the play the way that we have played this whole entire time. I don't think anything um severe needs to change anything crazy needs to happen you know we need to go out there and play the brand of football that we've established for ourselves and that takes great preparation but it also takes consistency in everything that you're doing so you know you never know how those games can go but you know in a game like this and um it all comes down to situational football so want to be prepared
0: for those moments Jalen, Miguel Almaguer with NBC News. Jalen, how do you feel about being the favorite on Sunday?
3: I don't know. Where are you?
0: Right here. There you go.
3: Um, yeah, Like I said, I don't really think any of that matters. You know, I think we, we're we going to go into the game trying to control the things that we can truly. That's the main thing right there. Go out there and try and play our, bre- our best brand of football and um, do it at a high level. Ah.
1: Hey, Jalen. Stacy Dales, NFL Network. Boomer Sooner. Um Boomer. Boomer. <laughs> It's evident that you elevate to huge moments, and you have throughout your career. Um, but you never change. How do you temper your nerves and your emotions for a moment like the Super Bowl?
3: Yeah, I think this is—you know—this is, you know, this is a, a moment that um, you, you know you definitely want to embrace everything with it. You know, because you work really hard. You work really hard for this opportunity. But I think it's important to to stay neutral. And I know there's a whole group of men looking at me, um, expecting me to go out there and make things happen. And um, ultimately, everyone has to, you know, dominate their box and do their job. Um, but I think just being in this role and having this position on this team, I think um, the, the leaders need to lead. And um, obviously, you want your big-time players to make big-time plays in a game like this. But again, I, I don't think that's anything out of the ordinary of, anything that we've done all year. So I always go back to kind of doing what we've doing, – doing what's gotten us here. So yeah. I think staying neutral, keeping the main thing, the main thing, um, treating every play independently, um, having the right focus you need to have and uh, going out there and giving it your best, giving it your best. Good afternoon. Federico alvera from, Hello. from Ebola, Radio 13, Mexico City.
2: Um, Jalen, what do you think is the future of the NFC East after this uh, really competitive season? Um, And the other one, what's the quarterbacks you used to admire since you was a a kid?
3: Well, I think this is a great uh, division to play in. You know, I think over the last however many years, it's been a different winner every year. Um, You know, the Cowboys is always a competitive team um the Washington Redskins, well commanders, excuse me, uh commanders as well. And the Giants as well. So um, you know, you get good competition, um, week in and week out when you're playing teams like that. Um and they have really good players, as far as anyone that I've ever looked up to growing up. Um, you know, I love Michael Vick. Uh I think every kid loved Michael Vick growing up. You know, he's um a transcendent player. He kinda of, in my era, you know, before it was Randall Cunningham, but in my era, I felt like he was the the first player to play the game in a like a different way and still have success, you know, and I have a, a lot of respect for him, a lot of respect for the things that he's done at uh, VTech and the Falcons and the Eagles. So I have a lot of respect for him. That's a person I definitely had. his uh, I had the black Atlanta jersey, number seven, and I had the the Eagles jersey too, so. I was, I was representing.
2: <laughs> hey Jalen, uh where's the best place in Philly to grab a cheesesteak?
3: Well I have a so I have a um I have a <laughs> I have a cheesesteak that I made at uh Food Chasers. It's in Philly and it's called the Jalen Special. Mm-hmm. So I put my little ingredients on it. I made it uh <laughs> I made it uh I made it just right. So if you want ever want to go try one, go to Food Chasers. This is
2: Gary Jones from VMH Sports. Uh, I know I asked you a question the other night about preparation.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And this is another question I'd really love for you to answer. Uh, why do you think you are having so much success and making it look easy so early in your NFL career when a critic says you wouldn't become a very good NFL quarterback?
3: I might have to ask them that question. Let's see if they can answer that. Um, You know, everything that I want to do is just quantify my work. Just quantify the work that I put in. I don't really like to look at the results. Um, Never like to look at the results. just the process of getting better. You know, that's truly, you know, uh, you can look back and say that there are so many things that can motivate me and drive me to want more and to be the best and and you know why do I just keep getting up and going and going and going? But um, I had a purpose before everybody had an opinion. It's not about anybody else. I know y'all like that one, <laughs> um, but it's it's not about anybody else. It's just about going to do it because that's that's what you that's what you want. That's what you set out there to go do. So um, you know I've always been my biggest critic. You know and. As the, as the success has come, it'll continue to stay that way. Um, but I also hold, uh, the respect of my peers and their words, my coaches, my, my family, my dad, uh, my brother, Coach Sirianni, Coach Brian, the guys that I play with. Those are guys that, you know, in the end, those are the guys that I go out there and lay it all out on the line for. So it's a great, great question. According to the Madden NFL football game, the Eagles will win the game and you are going to be MVP of the game. Is there any extra pressure because of it or not? Yeah. Like I said, man, I just want to go out there and, and do what needs to be done to, to get this win. You know, you, you talk about games like this. This is a game where this is the last one. You know, this is the last one that this team will go out there and play together. Um, we had our last, uh, um, Thursday practice today. You know, I mean, little things like that resonate with us and, and with me. So um, besides anything else that will come with it, you know, we all just want to go leave it all out on the line, let it all hang and um, do what we got to do, you know.
0: Hi, Jalen.
2: Drew DeLuca from QB List right here.
3: Thank you. There you go. How you doing? Right. Great. Uh, iron sharpens
2: iron. So uh, which teammate or teammates on the other side of the ball do you credit the most with
0: helping you really raise your game this season? And also, my fiver wants to know, who's your favorite Philadelphia Philly?
3: <laughs> well, Bryce Harper. I love Bryce Harper. Um, I remember he hit a – I don't know. Was it a Grand Slam? He hit a Grand Slam out of nowhere. And, it I mean, it was, it was crazy. I had baseball dreams long ago. So, um, but, yeah, Bryce Harper, um, the energy he brings, the – the passion he plays with, that's, that's what Philly is about, you know, and he, he embodies all of that. So a lot of respect for him. And the first question was, I'm sorry. I really think, um, I think those defensive backs out there, uh, Slay and Brad and James, um, Bradbury, they, you know, they, they compete with the receiver so well and it always makes it harder for us and we have to definitely be on on target with certain things and I think that's heightened my my play. And I think um, you know, a guy that, you know, a guy on the same side of the ball as me that has helped me so much is, is Jason Kelsey. His you know, his his knowledge and his veteranship and his experience. Um his experience has meant a lot to me. And, you know, that trickles on to his coach, Coach Stout as well. I have a great relationship with him. And as soon as I got in here, he's been hands on. He's been, um, trying to get me to see some things. And, you know, I think as you, I think as you grow as a quarterback, I feel like you, you kind of, you, you always want to soak up as much, as much as you can. Um, you know, and, and some of those things take time, but, I think being able to see the game from multiple perspectives, seeing it from the center's point of view, seeing it from the O-line's coach's point of view, seeing it from JG's point of view, um, defensive back's point of view, all of those things help have helped me.
0: Hi, Rachel Smith, Rising Media Stars. Jalen, I know you are a man of faith. What are you going to ask God for on Sunday, and how do you think your faith has helped you get to where you are right now?
3: Yeah, Um I, I usually keep my prayers to myself, but, uh, I say, um, God knows, God knows. And, um, you know, I, I really lean on, I lean on him and I try and keep him in the center of everything that I do. Cause I know, uh, without God, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't be the man I am today, uh, without having that faith in him, without having integrity and, um, and, and leadership and, a diligence and all of those things. But um, you know, I think the biggest thing is you get so influenced by so much around you. You just want to, you know, pray that you're the person that God called you to be. So that's what I'm, that's, that's what I'm gonna do. You know, be who God called me to be. Reuben Frank, NBC Sports <laughs> of Philadelphia. Good to see
2: you, Ruben. Good to see you too. Thanks for coming. Uh, hey, it could be a potentially tricky, Kenny Gainwell's reps obviously have gone up in the in the playoffs, um, miles are gone down slightly. It could be a tricky dynamic between running back one and running back two. How have you navigated that and how have you seen uh, it work with them? You know, it's situations within the game of, of where, where that's coming from. Sometimes there's a little bit more third down. Sometimes they're a little bit more two minute. You know, Kenny goes in uh, on those scenarios. Um, and then there's some there's some things that happen and no huddle after those situations where it kind of works itself out that way. But, you know, the, the reps have been somewhat even here over the last couple of weeks and they've both put in good time, uh, you know, really good work. And uh, we'll keep rolling with that. Hey, how you doing? Hi, Federico Alvera from Mexico City from Damebola. I remember you from yesterday. Yeah, yeah. coach. Uh, what are those uh, main factors, the biggest uh, factor or factors that did change from the last season? to This one that you guys are uh, in the Super Bowl, uh, maybe the free agency, the draft. I don't know. Yeah, I think I mean, I think a lot of guys have improved. You know, we've definitely added to our roster how we did a great job of adding a uh, really good talent to our roster. The guys that have been here improved continued to improve, continue to be um you know, dialed into the the systems that were running, the things that were that we're doing, and uh, so it's a little bit of it's a little bit of both. But the guys have played at a really uh, high level, and you know, last year we started in a little bit of a hole and then got and got hot late, and uh, you know, so we're just riding a little bit of that momentum from last year as well. Front left. I don't. I don't call on anybody. I'm sorry.
1: Mark Meany, ABC yeah. Philadelphia. Um, I'm fully aware that it is the just this is the next game mentality. But do you let yourself have some pride? Um, not even just for yourself, for your team, the organization, even the city of Philadelphia to to
2: be in the spot, one of the last two teams standing. Well, well, sure. You're 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 happy that you're in this situation. You're happy you're still playing football, um, and and you take a lot of you do you take a lot of pride in that. Um, but. We're not making it any bigger than you know what. What it's our next game, and um, in the same routine, everything like that. We know what we understand. It's the Super Bowl. We're we're excited to be here, but you know we're going through the process the same way we've been going through it. I know that I know that doesn't make for great news and great headlines, but you know that's just the way we that way that's the way we've handled it for 20 weeks, and we're going to continue to handle it that way. Hey,
3: Nick Sal Palantonio, ESPN. Hey, Sal. Nick, uh, in his three losses in the playoffs. Nick, uh, Patrick Mahomes lost a turnover battle and uh, also time of possession how important is it to play keep away from Patrick Mahomes
2: you know our our job is to score points on offense um you know and that and and so sometimes that's the the way you you play it is as a keep away battle sometimes it is to you know try to score as many points as you possibly can i've always been in the, in the school of scoring as many points as you possibly can and trying to score more than the other guys um you know that that doesn't mean that we you know in 2019 we played the chiefs when we were with the colts and it was a little bit of a, a keep away game so i'll keep uh, you know so we have that in our pocket you know we also think it's important to score points obviously i won't give too much of the game plan away of what we're trying to do but we also understand how dangerous patrick mahomes is um and how good of a football player he is so um it's just important that you know sometimes you know, when you when you do play a, a keep away battle per se, right, you know, you still gotta be good and efficient on third down. You still gotta be good and efficient to extend drives. Um, and so you know, we know how important third down will be, um regardless of how we play.
0: Hi, Rachel Smith from Rising Media Stars. Coach, we hi, Rachel. know hi, we know how important Philly fans are and how big this fan base is. Do you think it's going to be a bit different during the Super Bowl? And if so, how are you going to play into that?
2: You know, I, I think um, we know it's going to be noisy, either, um, you know, no matter what. We, we've, we've, uh, our guys that have been here in this position uh, know that it's, there's going to be a split field. And, it, you know, when we came and played in Arizona, um earlier in october it felt like there was more philly fans here actually um so we're prepared for that with the uh with the crowd noise i know that the you know i know chiefs fans are are very loud and i know philly fans are very loud so i imagine that when both teams uh you know are on defense it's going to be loud for both teams um but we know that our, our fans we're going to we're going to appreciate the support that we have from them that are there we know that they'll travel well and they'll be loud and rowdy for us
3: I'm sorry.
2: Yes, this is Gary Jones of BMH Sports. Normally I ask the players this, you know, what are they doing to, you know, get relaxed? But what are you doing to relax yourself? <laughs> um, just going through the same process. Um I, you know, my time to relax more so is on Friday. You know, Friday will, you know, my family's coming in and we'll have dinner together. And, uh, Saturday, um, just like every Saturday, I'll go take a nap. Now this Saturday, I won't be able to go watch my son play basketball because we're not obviously in Philadelphia. Um, but those are the just staying in routine. And really the routine is dinner Friday night with the family and uh, a nap on Saturday. Nate Larisha, Mountain Union, great, yeah. senior, great senior coach. Yeah. Go Purple Go Raiders. Raiders. <laughs> um, how have your multiple Stag Bowl championship runs compared you or prepared you for this moment? You know, a lot of, I think what you'll, if you, if you listen close to what I, what I say a lot, there's a lot of references to Coach Karras. So, um, a lot of references, right? Philly, Philly media. I I think I probably get uh, one or two Coach Karris references a a media session, and I have about four of them a week, and so you're gonna you're gonna hear me talk about him. So, with everything that I learned, a lot from Mount Union, and I think that I think you'll hear that from a lot of the you know you'll hear that from Matt Campbell at Iowa State, you'll hear that from Jason Candle at at Toledo, that we're constantly taking from our mentor uh, Larry Karras, of what we've learned. Um, obviously the week's a little bit different than a stag bowl. I think the stag bowl, we uh, we bust to Virginia from Ohio on Wednesday. And so there wasn't quite the, the hoopla. So I'm not sure it, it completely correlates. I know the game was big, um, but as far as the, the week and what leads up to it, it might not co- completely correlate. But what I do know is that when the the moment perceived to get bigger and the game perceived to get bigger – um, Coach Karras had us locked in to to do our routine. And I think you've, you've heard me say that over and over again this week, is be in our routine. You know, don't let the hoopla or the, you know, the, the distractions get to you and just be locked into your routine. So, you know, a lot of the things I'm saying are either coming from probably my dad, uh, Coach Karras, or Frank Wright. So those are my mentors. Hi there, Coach. Hey, uh, how you doing? Good, good. How are you? Good, thanks. How have your uh veterans who are a part of Super Bowl fifty two uh helped prepare the rest of the team? Yeah, you know, again, they're they're they just lead by example and they lead vocally, they lead by example, they do they do it all. And so um they've been leading um the the entire time because they know what it's like to get to this moment and not only get to this moment but win. And so, you know, they they've they've uh you know really supported the what we've been talking about right is just no distractions because that's what they did all uh, when when they won in, in in uh super bowl 52 so we have great leaders um it's really rare um to have four year plus vets on your offense and defensive line um that have played in philadelphia for that long so you know and they know how how special uh, to put on an eagles uniform is and they they lead all our guys, and uh, we're obviously happy they're our captains, our leaders, and and we uh, you know we win and lose games off the off the O line and D line, and those are good guys to have. Left, Stacey.
1: Hey, Stacy. Hey, Nick. Um, my question is, Shane. Stacy, did you hear my bas-
2: did you hear my basketball analogy yesterday?
1: I did. Okay. Free good. throws. Yeah. What was, what was to- your routine? Um, it was like a one bounce uh-huh. and then just let it let it rip.
2: Stacey, I was one bounce too because then I didn't have to think about anything. One, shoot, let's go. Yeah, yeah, All right.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, okay, let me get my routine here. Um, so Shane was telling me yesterday that Jalen literally is never – he's never satisfied. Um, what What is it going to take to satisfy him and how do you – how does that word resonate with you?
2: You know, his – again, his will to win – is so strong. I mean, that's why I've compared, that's, for, that's why I've had those comparisons that I've had for him. Um, and so I think when your will to win is that strong, I don't know if there is much that can satisfy you because then he, you know, he's just going to look, if, you know, if we win this game, he's just going to look to win the next one. Um, and that's what's going, that's what makes him really good player. And that's what makes him continuing to uh, reach his ceiling because he, he's not satisfied. He always knows there's with all of us, right? We always know that we could do things a little bit better so that's accountability to me stacy that he's you know continuously hey he might have played an unbelievable game but he's looking at the three plays he didn't make and saying man i can make those and man i'm not going to miss those again he's not a guy that repeats mistakes very often and that's what makes him special and so there you know there i don't i don't know the, uh, to answer your question what's going to make him satisfied i, I I'm not sure anything uh, because he's always going to say I can do a little bit better. And how do I get? And if we, like I said, if we win this one, how's he going to go out and get the next one? I just, I, this is how he is, and and that's why he's good. Nick, over here. Hey, how you doing? Ray Garcia, Fox Sports, Mexico. What an honor to follow Canada's best basketball player of all time, <laughs> Stacey. Nick, I wanted to ask you. You talked about the fans when you're playing away from home, but this season you had the best record playing outside of Philadelphia is there something that you do as a head coach or the team does to to achieve that success you know just just the way we prepare in the week and just the same keeping the same routine um you know as, as that we have each week you know there's some, there's some different things when we travel west that we do yeah um obviously I won't let some of those secrets out you know but there there are different things we do based off of you know, you're playing an away Thursday night game. Well, there's a schedule for that. You know, you're playing a West Coast game. There's a schedule for that. And so, um, every, you, like, you have all these different schedules that you have to be ready for. We're kind of obsessed with just figuring out trying to perfect our process, right. Of, you know, whether you're playing a Sunday night game at home or a Monday night game or the away games, like you're saying. So, you know, we just kind of put ourselves in there so we can try to put the players in the best position to have their body. You know, when you talk about travel, it's having their bodies ready to go. Um, and so, you know, any edge we can get, we're trying the, the, the hydration, the nutrition on the plane when you get off the plane, um, there's there's nothing we we aren't thinking about, um, you know, in that aspect. So um, and the players, you know, are going out and playing really good games on the road. I think that has <laughs> that has more to do with it than anything. But, um, you know, but we'll, we'll try to put our put them in the best spots as possible in, in everything that we do. Hey, and Coach, here. Neil Reynolds from Sky Sports in the UK. Given where you're standing right now, what advice would you give to young coaches who might feel, uh, a million miles away from the NFL and from the Super Bowl? Um, you know, just, you know, work, work your butt off and, and continue to work hard at what you, and what you love to do. Um, um, you know, be yourself at, at all times and, you know, every detail matters. Um, uh, and so, you know, and, and sometimes it takes a break, right? Like I, I got a break, right? I got a break in the sense that, um, you know, how I got into the league with, with coach Haley, Todd Haley. Um, And then with the people that I met and I've been around and, you know, you know, that the Eagles won the Super Bowl what, five years ago. And that my mentor was offense coordinator there. And then he got, he got the um, um, head coaching job with the Colts and asked me to be a part of it. So, you know, a lot of times there's sometimes it's about breaks. And then when you get your opportunity, just uh, go attack it.
0: Hey, Nick, uh, Brad Ganiel, Bleacher Report, uh,
1: building on uh, my fellow Canadian Stacy's question about Jalen there. Um, is there anything mechanically specifically that you want to work on with him beyond this? You're obviously, the accuracy has taken such a massive improvement in the last couple of years. What's next in terms of what you actually want to work on with him?
2: That's a that's an off season thing. Obviously, we're, we're as we go through it and we grade the tape. We're, you know, you're consistently saying, "Hey, this was really good." You really want to give him positive feedback when he does the, the things right, and when he doesn't do it the way you know you envisioned it going, you make those corrections. But I think that's what for the off season. Off season is for to really redefine. You're always working on fundamentals and, and getting those uh, fine tuned. But the off season really is for it to really have a plan of attack. Like we want to get better at this. This and this, and so we're kind of, we're a little bit, we still got a week left, and uh, we're, we'll get, we'll dive into that, and that's uh, a, I know I'm not answering your question, uh, but, you know, he, he'll he he'll have a thing, of have things that he'll want to work on, and he'll attack it just like he did last year. All right, we've got a last question here on the left
1: with Zach. Hey, Nick, in uh, if, if you think back before the Falcons game last year, you told us, you thought about the Saturday night presentation for all types of, of scenarios, home opener, winning streak, losing streak did you ever think about the presentation for a Super and,
2: and and what's that thought been like this week? You know, Zach, I have, and, uh, um, and I, I have definitely thought about that. I I had something that I was uh, definitely prepared to do for this, this moment, but then, you know, um, my, I've altered my plan a little bit. Um, And so, you know, I, what we would, what we'll, what we'll do on, on Saturday is, uh, instead of me talking, instead of, uh, um, you know, a captain talking, I think we're just going to open it up, uh, to the floor. Um, Bob, you, I guess you could go in there and, and say, all right, Kelsey, you're next. All right. Cause you're doing such a phenomenal job right now. Um, but you know that, and then we'll just kind of let everybody talk. Um, I think those are, you know, we used to actually do those in in the stag bowl, um, in national championship games at Mount union. And I always thought that was really, really powerful when, you know, all the, all the, all the guys could get up and say what, you know, whatever was on their, their heart to say. Um, so we'll kind of treat it that way. Um, and so I, like I said, I did have, I think I had, I had a plan, uh, some of my walks around the neighborhood of what I thought about in that particular case. Um, but we'll, uh, we're, we're, uh going away from that plan and, and doing what I just said um, yeah that was a long time ago that was a long time ago I, I I'm not sure what I'm not sure what I can't remember what I said in that in that uh, 2003 national championship game against St. John's but we did not we had to, we uh, I should I should have had uh, something written down for it but I don't have anything for you, so.
1: Um